Welcome to the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell, and uh, today we're going to get an update. Uh, it has been, um, I guess, about uh, four or five months since uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, uh, really changed things, um, not just in our area, but throughout the country and the world, really. And so what we thought we'd do today is uh, get an update on locally on, on what's happening and and um, how are things going. And we're going to talk with Barry Cook. Barry is with the Scott County Health Department. And Barry, thanks for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. It's been uh, it's been a while since we talked, and we first talked. It was kind of right at the beginning. There was so much information changing; things were just crazy. Has it calmed down for you guys at all? Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's calmed down. It has uh, changed gears. Um, uh, when we talked way back when, uh, I believe restaurants were still shut down and the whole nine yards. Uh, and you know, the governor of Missouri, of course. Uh, brought us out into the reopening phase, so lots of things have gone back to normal, uh, but you know, not not normal, normal. Uh, so you know, it's it's definitely not gotten better as far as the number of cases that we're still seeing. Uh, we're probably averaging three uh, positive cases a day, uh, but uh, but things have definitely changed. So let's just start with. What you just said, and that is the average of three positive cases a day. And as you and I talked about, you know, months ago, one of the challenges in all of this that you would think would be more helpful is social media, because everyone has their opinion about what's really going on and what's really happening and why there's so many positive cases. So we, we were averaging three positive cases a day. Is there any way to know, Barry, or any, is anyone indicated whether that's because we're able to do more testing or because the virus is still spreading or a combination of both? It definitely has to be a combination of both. Uh, I mean, obviously, we are testing more. Um, and, and when I say we, we don't actually test here at the health department, but there are, you know, several facilities in Scott County that test. Um, you know, and that number goes up, seems like, every day. So, I mean, we're, I don't, I couldn't give you a daily average, but. There, I know there have been at least 4,000 tests done in Scott County since this began. Um, and so the testing numbers are up. So that is a, a, a part of it. But, you know, they, it's definitely spreading. Uh, we are seeing uh, not so much here, but in some other areas uh, where they've just done some root, a lot more routine testing that, you know, people are also testing positive that aren't showing symptoms. Uh, here, the majority of ours uh, are people who are having symptoms who are getting tested, uh, although there are a few, you know, workers in various capacities that are being tested as well. You know, I, I can't imagine what it's like for you guys to try to get information out and try to inform the public and say, hey, here's what's going on, and here are the things that you need to do when there's so much information, misinformation, people's opinions being put out there in social media, I, I can't imagine how frustrating it must be for you all trying to do your job while other people are essentially, you know, undoing what you're doing. Right. Um, you know, we put, we really put out the, the numbers that we have. Uh, we use our Facebook page to put them out. 
Um, other than that, we let a lot of the information come from the Missouri Department of Health. You know, we put links to everything and all of that kind of stuff. But uh, the local numbers, uh, you know, there is a delay in getting them to the state and all of that, you know, through the systems. So we do put out the local data. I'm sure you've looked at our Facebook page. Many people have. Uh, and, you know, there are people who always have questions or uh, problems with the way we do it. Uh, you know, we are doing it the way we were uh, uh, recommended from the Missouri Department of Health to do. Uh, you know, just just to be clear to people, we don't have to do that. I mean, uh, we try to be transparent uh, to the best of our ability, uh, but, you know, technically the state does put out our numbers on a daily basis, and that's all that's really required, but we do try to do our best to, to be informative. One of those things that has become uh, a debate for whatever reason is the mask debate, whether people should wear a mask or not wear a mask. But the state health department, correct me if I'm wrong, Barry, and the CDC and the WHO all suggest that we should be wearing masks, right? That is correct. Um, You know, masks, uh, yes, it's turned into, you know, a political debate uh, on top of everything else, but uh masks uh you know they they help i mean it's been shown to help um i you know the majority of the masks that people are actually being uh encouraged to wear uh are really to help the other person not you yourself i mean it's not to keep you from possibly uh breathing in uh uh, the the COVID, you know, spread from a person close to you, but to keep you from putting it out for somebody else. But what what you get into is if both people are wearing masks, of course, that has to help. Oh, absolutely. And and so really, I think, you know, when you and I talked originally, you know, months ago, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we were talking about to help prevent the spread of COVID was really stuff that we should already be doing. I mean, besides the mask part, but, you know, washing your hands, don't touch your face all the time, don't sneeze into your hand and shake someone else's hand, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, these are really, we're just, and still are, kind of common sense stuff that we should just always be doing, right? That's correct. And it's still the same things. Uh, it's the, you know, it's, right now it's the best thing we have. I mean, uh, there's not an immunization yet for this. Uh, so, I mean, prevention is the best thing, uh, along with wearing the masks. You know, and I mean, people have heard this a million times lately, but yes, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer, don't touch your face, just being more careful and more cautious. Are there some, um, you know, uh, I don't know, anxiety, uh, challenges, um, worries that as we start moving back to normal, you know, sports is a big deal in our country. Uh, we haven't had sports in months. There's talk of baseball coming back by the end of July. We're still waiting to hear about college football and, and uh, the NFL. And then, of course, there's also high school. So uh, are there some worries that as we start having large numbers of people gather again for sporting events that we could see another spike uh, possibly in in these cases? Uh, Sure, yeah. There's worries from everybody, from the general public uh, to the health department workers to the health care workers, that that's going to happen. You know, nobody knows. Nobody has a a crystal ball to see the future. But, uh, you know, if people... 
um, you know, gather in large groups. I mean, you're going to have more uh, possibility of transmission. So, I mean, uh, we do expect to see some spikes when when things get a little bit more back to normal. Um, but I mean, at some point, things have to get a little bit more back to normal. I mean, we're we're going to need to start school. We're going to need to start doing some of those other things. Boy, school—that's one issue that is, you know, also being talked about and debated. Uh, you know, uh, going back full time, and you know, whether you know, go back a couple days a week. I know my son, who's in college, um, he get, he gets to go to his class one day a week, and the rest of the time is going to be online. I mean, we're seeing a lot of changes being made in schools and in businesses and all over to try to curb this, which has to be somewhat encouraging for you guys to see that people are taking it seriously and trying to curb um, the spread of the virus. Yeah, it is. I mean, it uh, it's encouraging. Uh, and we see many people who are trying. I mean, uh, you see a lot who aren't, you know, which is which is kind of bad. But uh, to get back to the schools, I mean, I, I mean, I know the Department of Education has put out some guidance. I know all school boards and school administrators are working on plans and trying to figure out things. Uh, just, I do just want to, you know, stress that you know each school is going to kind of do their own thing. There's not a one, uh, you know, a cookie cutter type thing. One fits all. So many of them are going to come up with their own plans, and people just need to uh, be patient and uh, considerate of you know of what's going on. And it's kind of been that way the whole time, right? I mean, with, with, with a few exceptions, you know, the governor's shutting things down for a while, but really it's been every health department in the country, every health department in the counties, every restaurant, every school, whatever, you kind of, they have their own guidelines that they come up with, and some, you know, places are requiring masks where some aren't, but we're kind of seeing that all over. Uh, there's, there, there's not a cookie-cutter approach to any of it, really. There's not really. I mean, except for some of the the overarching things that did happen. You know, you know. Of course, the governor put out some uh, some fairly uh, strict things there at one time. Uh, it didn't last real long, but I mean, it lasted. You know, what he thought was uh, appropriate, uh, and then we went into reopening. But other than that, yes, it is coming down to a lot of local decisions. Uh, the problem with that is, you know, is trying to come up with plans uh, me for instance you know i'm getting we are getting calls uh you know from different school districts and there are quite a few school districts just in scott county so trying to you know talk to them on, and see what their plans are uh going over different things it's uh, a pretty time consuming thing and i mean but they're trying to get these things ready by school time what a nightmare for the schools too to try to figure out where to get all the ppe stuff for all the kids oh yeah and i mean uh um, some of the guidance that co- has come out, you know, uh, uh, is going to make it pretty difficult to uh, to do 100%, you know, what the guidance says. I mean, especially some of the larger schools. Barry, just one last thing on, on COVID. I think one of the things that has bothered me is, you know, uh, get people talking about the death rate and how it's not as bad as this or not as bad as that. The bottom line is people have died from COVID. I know someone that has. I know someone who currently is trying to recover and at one point was fighting for his life. So this is a real issue. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's 100 people or 1,000 people or 2,000 people. It's a real issue that people need to take seriously. 
Oh, that's for sure. I mean, um, and I, I don't know off the top of my head what our percentage actually is, but I believe there's been 11 deaths in Scott County. Uh, and what irritates me the most is when I hear people say, well, it's just the old people that die. Well, you know, that may be so to this point, but still, that old person was somebody's mom or dad or grandmother or grandfather. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, so, you know, it, and, and like I said, that is to this point. There have been, uh, several that I know of, you know, 40 and 50 year olds who were in the hospital for a long time, uh, and probably will have lasting issues from this. Yeah, so the person I was talking about, I think he's in his mid fifties. I'm I'm in my late forties, I'm inching up toward fifty. Um, and I've read, you know, some of the things uh, when this first started. There was a young soccer coach in Europe. I think he was in his late twenties, early thirties. Had no idea he had leukemia, got the coronavirus, and then ended up dying. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know, if people don't always know that they have something wrong with them when they get the virus, and then that's just, you know, unfortunately, um, it can end in, in a death. Yes, that's true. So we're talking with Barry Cook today, and, and let's get off COVID. I'm I'm so so tired of talking about, about COVID. <laughs> let's talk about the health department because you guys do so much more than just inform us about things like the coronavirus. I mean, you guys have a wide array of services that you offer the county. Uh, sure, we do. Um, uh, a few of our biggest things, uh, of course, are our WIC program uh, for women, infants, and children. Uh, it's a federal program, you know, that kind of flows through the state and down to the counties. Uh, every county around has one. It is a great program um, uh, that focuses on nutrition uh, uh, for both the mother and for the children. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's a, a very large program uh, for every county around us. And, you know, you guys have a really, I mean, are just a great resource for people. You know, you get the WIC program, uh, obviously you answer questions about the coronavirus, but also just health in general. You're not a health clinic per se, uh, but there are things that you do offer as far as resources, information, and other things for people who have a lot of questions. Oh, sure. Uh, we do have uh, a health educator, um, Brenda Freed, who does... Uh, uh, classes for uh, various subjects. She goes out and talks to uh, um, uh, different uh, uh, organizations and does that type of thing. Um, there's a lot of things that we can do educational-wise. Um, there's also the stuff that uh, a lot of people don't ever think about is you know the the health uh, the uh, health inspector that we have that goes and does you know the inspections of the restaurants, motels, and you know things like that. Uh, there's a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff as well, but we are a clinic too, to some degree. We do, we, you know, there's several programs that we actually do, almost like a doctor's clinic. I I do remember having I, I was going on a mission trip and I had to co- come by for a um, man, what was it? Some kind of uh, vaccine or something? Yeah, either an immunization or a TB test or something along that line. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's that was something I didn't know you guys did. Oh yeah, we immunizations is another really big thing. Uh, and speaking of that, you know, um, do want to kind of stress that uh, it's going to be a little different this year. And you know, there are back to school immunizations that children need. Uh, and I want to remind people not to wait to the last minute. Whether you come here, whether you go to your doctor, whatever, 
COVID has changed some of the things. Um, you know, we usually have walk-in clinics and, uh, you know, during certain hours, and now we're pretty much doing appointments. So uh, that's something to think about and to try to do ahead, not wait till the last minute. Yeah, because uh, if everybody wastes the last minute, those appointments will go quick, and you won't be able to get in before school starts. That's true. So uh, what are some other things? I know when we talked a few months ago, you guys were having to make some changes um, for less contact with people. Um, is that still going on for you all? Uh, yes, not to the uh, to the extent it was before, but still to a large degree, yes. Um, you know, for instance, uh, you know, family planning is another one of our clinics. Uh, where, you know, we deal with the ladies, uh, with, uh, birth control issues and things like that. But, um, we are still doing, you know, clinics, of course, for that, because some of those are, uh, definitely a, uh, a hands-on type thing where, you know, a, a physical or, uh, uh, an appointment has to be done face to face. But a lot of it is being done by phone. Uh, people will pull up into the parking lot and call. Uh, we do as much of the actual paperwork over the phone. That way you're not standing here in the waiting room with other people and, and with us. Uh, and, you know, w- then once the phone work is done, we come out, get the person, bring them in, take them to a room, mask them. You know, of course, we're wearing masks uh, and get them to the exam room and do that part of it. Uh, and that's the same with several of our uh, of our things that we offer, uh, even getting a, a, a birth certificate. You know, you stop in the parking lot and you call us and we do all of the paperwork over the phone and we bring the birth certificate out to your car. Do you think that's just uh, how the future is going to be? That's kind of your new norm? No, I really don't. I mean, uh, you know, we can see that some of the stuff does work, but, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I like the personal touch myself. I mean, I don't see why, you know, uh, once things get a little bit back to normal, people can't come right in and and be in the waiting room and talking to you and doing stuff face-to-face as well. Uh, I'm not saying it'll go totally back to the way it was, but I I see a probably at least a happy medium. You know, I've... Have enjoyed my Zoom calls because it still allows, you know, for uh, information to flow in my, in, you know, in our meetings and that sort of thing. But, gosh, I really do miss just being face to face with people. Oh, sure, I, you know, and everybody does. I mean, uh, there's a lot of this stuff that we'll have to at least get back to a happy medium. I mean, it's it's the same for us. You know, we have trainings and and seminars and things. And uh, yes, most of it has gone to web right now. Almost all of it. But at some point, you've got to get back face to face on certain things. Is definitely better. Now, you know, you guys have a, a website that people can go to and use as a resource as well, right? Uh, we do, and. Uh, let me see if I can click on it because I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, I, I, well, they can Google Scott County Health Department, Missouri, and it will pop up. Uh, I apologize. I don't know the actual uh, website off the top of my head. That's okay. Make sure you put Missouri in there. Otherwise, you get Scott County, Iowa. Oh, you definitely can. You can get Scott County somewhere else in a hurry. You have to put Missouri. Yeah. As a matter of fact, and we have a Facebook page. Like I said, we do try, and I know tons of people use Facebook now. We do try to get uh, information out there, uh, not just COVID, but, you know, educational type things. And I do follow the Facebook page. And I got to say, you guys do put a lot of good information out there, COVID and then other things as well. And that's been real. It's a really nice resource for people to, to see. It is. We just started that recently. We probably, within the last year, uh, maybe, yeah, probably about a year, we started Facebook. We've had a web page for a while, but, uh, it, you know, it, 
you got to get with the program. People use the electronic devices a whole lot more now. Yeah, you guys probably have seen an uptick in uh, in likes on your Facebook page, I would think. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially during COVID, that assumes what you're referring to. Yeah. Yes, uh, lots of shares, lots of likes. Uh, you know, the occasional disgruntled person who wants to make a comment, but, I mean, that's just life. But, uh, yes, it's definitely getting the word out. We can't make everyone happy, Barry. No, you never can. <laughs> hey, Barry, thanks for being on the show. Is there anything that you just want to say before we take off here about Scott County Health Department and, and, and what you guys do for the area? Uh, just that we do our best for the area. You know, we live here, too. Uh, uh, we're working with uh, with this situation the best we can, and I uh, just want to remind people to, uh, to be kind. Uh, there's a lot of people doing the best they can in a hard situation. When uh, all else fails, just love people, right? That's right. All right, Barry, thanks for being on the show. Barry Cook, Scott County Health Department, thanks for being on uh, with us on the show today as well. Don't forget you can catch us on iTunes and check out our Facebook page as well. This is the Talk of Sykes, and I'm Glenn Cantrell. Have yourself a great weekend.